said all I need life. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. What's up, everybody? Uh, some All I Need news before we get into it. I just updated our online skate shop. Our original Wartime series decks are back in stock. I also just put up our new All I Need socks. Um, these things are just so comfy. Please check them out. All I Need on my feet all day, for sure. And we also just added our collab deck with Narragansett Beer. Uh, those went super fast the first run, and they're going fast again, so if you didn't get one and you were asking about it, head to alliskate.com and don't sleep. Jump on that. Uh, our guest today is Taylor Spinney, and Taylor came on today to shoot the shit, uh, talk about skateboarding, obviously, talk about a video project titled Vape Gunk. Uh, we talked about his battle with substance abuse. Uh, this was really fun, man. It was my first time getting to sit down and talk with him. I'm definitely going to have him back on again. Unfortunately, the connection got a little wonky towards the end, so I had to cut it short. But uh, nonetheless, this was really fun. Thanks again, guys. Peace. All right, let me just get, make sure I'm ready. A little bit of weed here. <laughs> Damn. Nice. What is, wait, what is that little thing? It's a mini Sherlock, dude. I got it for ten bucks. Nice. That thing looks pretty badass. Yeah, dude. It's pretty sweet for a fucking ten dollar pipe. You can't go wrong. You drinking coffee still at this hour? Yeah, dude. I got shit to do, bro. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna get I'm some alcohol. I know. I had some uh, some alcohol. I was gonna have some uh, tequila, but. Uh, I've been drinking it the last two nights, so I'm like, I don't know. I still got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, where, where are we located right now, Taylor? We are located in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Nice. So, that's the connection with Underdog, eh? Uh, yeah, the now defunct Underdog, um was in Hainsbury, which is just a town away. That's where we mostly skated. Um, you know, as as kids, that park's been around since, like, 1995 or some shit. So it was, like, you know, all of us growing up skating there and shit, like, uh, it just, you know, kind of coalesced when Wade wanted to do the shop. But unfortunately, it's no more, but that's what happens with skate shops, you know? Yeah, it seems like it's a tough gig. I mean, it's a labor of love, dude. I mean, you run your own skate company. I'm sure you know that, man. Like, you've been in the industry and shit. Like, you know, you you can only give so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm certifiable, man. <laughs> um, sick. So you've been skating at Amesbury Park? That's like the Situate Outdoor one, correct? I don't think I've been to Situate, actually. No, but the Amesbury. Don't they have one in Amesbury? 
It's a precast concrete part. Yeah, I always call those situate for some reason. I thought that was maybe oh, the compass. That's all good. But yeah, it's got the cookie cutter, like, you know, uh, the spines without coping and, like, the mini quarters and all that shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty shittily made park, but we make do. Yeah, all those parks are pretty much donkey dick, but they're, you can get it done and you can learn everything. Like, I have some of my fondest memories at those fucking shitty parks. <laughs> Dude, me, me too, man. Absolutely. But, uh, I mean, we were, we were never like, I mean, my friends and I were never really like skate park kids. Like, that's where we, we went when we, it was like a field trip when we would go to a skate park right like we would go and like somebody's mom would fucking drive us there and like the second we saw it in the distance we'd be like oh shit like look at these fucking rooms <laughs> and we're going to like a really fucking low quality place but we were just so stoked on it because like it was just something we hadn't seen before but like the street skating gene was already in most of us so like skate parks are great and everything but it just doesn't compare yeah, nowadays it's a little different. People skate parks and film in parks, and like, it seems like it's a different thing, you know? It absolutely is a different thing, man. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm in Newburyport, I'm right down the street from what a lot of people will consider to be like one of the nicest parks on the East Coast, the Newburyport Skate Park. I actually helped it, <coughs> helped raise funds for it and shit like that. And none of my friends and I skated it, like, because it was all bowls and everything. We were just like, you know, it's cool that we got a skate park, but, like, we just, uh, honestly, we would rather dick around on, like, one ledge in a parking lot than, like, go to the entire Newburyport Park. That's just, like, how it was. At least for us, like, there's an entire new generation younger than us. Like, I don't know if you know Tim Coolidge or Nolan Cormier, but they're fucking absolute rippers. And like, they came, they came up skating that park. But we kind of, we kind of missed the bus with that that training park. But I, I don't really mind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is gnarly, though, right? It's like three different bowls that kind of waterfall down on yeah, each other. You, you've been. The bit they had that long rail. That's the one. Yeah, that, that's like the perfect size to be super difficult for any <laughs> trick, fucking like ever. Yeah. And they made it super I, long. Dude, <laughs> I was the first person to ever board slide that rail, and you know how I know that because there was only an approach in concrete and a landing in concrete, and it was all <laughs> dirt between the two. And me and my buddy Ollie Dodge. Um, we were, like, fucking at a mad dash to see who could get the first board slide on it, and I beat him to it. That To this day, I think he resents me for it. <laughs> Fuck him, you're the winner, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing's gnarly for a park rail. It's just, like, kind of low and just super long. Like, you gotta really stand on that thing. Super long, and, like, the thing is so thick, like... It makes me wonder why they did it that way, and it's also right next to a bowl that, like, <laughs> I mean, you can just get pitched right into a fucking bowl if you get locked in the wrong way, you know? Yeah. It's almost like a, a death trap on one side, but, I mean, I, that's part of its charm, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's let's go back a little. Let's digress. What, what turned you on to skating? What turned me on to skating? Um... I, uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, skating was one of those things that, like, was always in the back of my mind as a kid. I mean, I was born in 1986, so, like, one of my, uh, my first memories of ever seeing skating were the scene in Back to the Future, where he's like, damn it, I'm late for school, and then he fucking takes off shredding, like... And he leaves, you know, the Doc's apartment, wherever the fuck he was, and he just starts hitching a ride on a car and shit. <laughs> and, like, uh, I remember being like, that looks like so much fucking fun. And then around third or fourth grade, I was like, yeah, probably third grade, I um, 
<laughs> borrowed one of my buddies like Veriflex Walmart boards. There you like, go. You know, Veriflex like you know, thirty years post when they were legit, like uh, just you know, uh, practically a Nash board. I don't know if you remember Nash skateboards at Walmart or anything, but I they were do. Shit. Yeah, um, they they were like low quality, like just to get people yeah, on it. Thirty bucks for a complete. You know what I mean? Like, and <laughs> but anyway, um. My buddy Sean had this Veriflex deck, and I used to help him with his fucking paper route. And, uh, like, I would try all these all day, dude, have no luck with it whatsoever. Every time, just a fucking tail scrape, tail scrape, fucking just not getting it at all. And I can actually, with my stoned memory, I can actually still remember the, uh, being next to 113 in Newburyport, the, like, pretty much main road that goes right through. And I was on the sidewalk right there, and I actually did an ollie, and I think my back wheels came up about, like, an inch and a half. Hell and yeah. I was like, that, that dude, I'm sold. Like, you know, <laughs> holy shit. Like, and then my next birthday, dude, I was like, to my parents, I was, I was like, you don't have to get me a skateboard, but if you're not going to get me a skateboard, don't bother getting me anything. Yeah, the ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, dude. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. I agree. <laughs> That's good, though. Funny, man, because, like, I mean, we're coming to the end of, you know, the shitty season right now, and, like, it's just funny like uh, only a few months being out of it in you know the northeast like you skate the edge though so you have the indoor bonus i don't have that anymore unfortunately yeah that but, that is um that is a gift that's why i moved to taunton because it was thirty thousand square foot indoor park i was like i'm moving there because i'll go fucking crazy otherwise <laughs> absolutely i mean uh, did you ever come to our spot the other um when we had that little spot in amesbury uh, the mill buildings? Dude, I feel like I might have been there once. I might be tripping, but... Dude, Wade might have brought you there. Yeah, maybe. I've been to a few of those spots. They're always fucking classic. I mean, like, dude, we couldn't have had a better year there. It was sad to see the thing go, but, like, we filmed so much and got so fucked up in that place that, like, it, we just, like... I feel like we stained it forever, even if no one else can see it, you know? <laughs> so what was it exactly? It was just like a mill that you built ramps in? Well, the buildings were like... Uh, do you know where Cumberland Farms is in Amesbury by any chance? No, you, I'm not going to remember for sure. I've only been a few no, times for well, sure. Well, there's some mill buildings um and they've been around a long time i don't know the f absolute facts but one of them used to be a pencil eraser factory like they just made pencil erasers nice and there was a couple of other like factory buildings right next to it but they all had concrete floors and you know they were bare bones like there was nothing in there hardly any lighting even but, like, we strung up lights, and we fucking, we got, like, a bunch of people behind it, and we made it into that spot, and, uh, it, like, it was the greatest time, dude. We, uh, I had so much fun filming my buddies, like, uh, Ben Noland, Nate Noland, fucking, uh, just lots of dudes that like came through there and fucking destroyed it man and it was a hard spot to skate it was all slippery and shit and like um i mean it was super super small too but like we still had mad fun there man like just a great fucking time yeah they're like the ranch were like diy or did you have someone who knew what they were doing uh a little of both yeah uh, like I personally don't know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to like skateboard ramp construction at all, but that's what uh, why I have friends in the trades. You know what I mean? Like they fucking get that shit. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I don't have to. But uh, yeah, like our buddy uh, uh, Paul Murray, uh, uh, he built the this vert like this wall ride thing for us, and he I don't know if you know the blue ramp. Like, the 
the fiberglass blue ramp. I've seen it online, yeah. I've seen all this spot online. Dude, it's in the back of my buddy Paul's house, but, like, that thing's from 1974, man. Nice. Fucking trout, that thing. Dude, like, there are pictures of it, like, uh, um, like, if you Google it or whatever, like, it'll come up with pictures from, like, New Jersey, where there was an entire fiberglass skate park, including the flat bottom, and there was a full pipe, dude. <laughs> and and this thing, it was called the Fiber Rider Skate Park. And it was around in the 70s for a little bit, and then it just got chopped up into sections. And there are blue ramps across the fucking United States because of that, man. Like, that one, one skate park, like, there are dudes that are... But, uh, like I said, Paul Murray was like, uh, I'm going to try and buy some corner pieces for it. And some dude in Arizona got a hold of him and was like, yo, I got corner pieces to the fucking blue ramp. Nice. And uh, it's just like, dude, it's the infamous blue ramp. It's made out of fucking fiberglass. It's practically got vert, and it's like five feet tall, and it's got vert. Oh, it sounds and fun. It sounds fun, yeah. It sounds legendary, too, if all that many people, if it got broken up, it's still going. Fucking charging. That ramp won't die, bro. Dude, that, uh, that <laughs> ramp has been at... Let me see. At least two locations in Newburyport. That was the original Newburyport Skate Park, and then at the Old Highway, which is incidentally right down the street from my house um they had it there it was like an abandoned section of 95 yeah like uh, um like they had built a new road they just never got rid of the like overgrown uh fucking shit and um like i went down there when i was maybe nine and my like my dad came with me and shit and I like there were a bunch of dudes there and uh, I'm not sure who it was to this day like and I know most of the dudes that like you know were affiliated with that thing but like tried to drop in fucking ate shit went home immediately it was just like fucking little kid like pretty much having a tantrum in Kmart I was just like holy shit like that that's my first skateboarding experience right there you belong but, on Nash bro <laughs> <laughs> like dude it was uh, it hurt my fucking nine year old ego a lot <laughs> <laughs> nice well you're hey, so how, just a random question how, how'd you do in school how did I do in school yeah um, I did well in, uh, in high school. I had done some college at, uh, uh Northern Essex Community College, uh, in, in Haverhill, and, uh, I went to UMass Amherst for two years, but I do not have any degree. Nice. So, <laughs> I mean, I am partially college educated, but not a hundred percent, not where it actually counts. Yeah, but do you feel like you gained anything from it anyways? Oh, absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. You win, then. And, like, it, it introduced me to a lot of shit that I otherwise would have just been, like, whatever, you know? It, like, I, I'm not a person that, like, fucking hates on school. I feel like there are people that are just like, oh, fuck school, like, it's the worst. And it's just, like, all I want is a degree so I can be like, hey, look. I did something, you know, like, <laughs> fucking, I can't, I can't show my parents vape gum, dude, they'd be like, oh my god, like, what is my son doing, <laughs> like, what, uh, I'm, like, my mom saw the part where I'm picking the, uh, that little piece of metal out of my hand, which I didn't think was that gross, because it's like, it was pretty thin, but it could have been like the tip of a syringe, dude. It yeah. was pretty gnarly. Sketchy. Like, uh, and all, uh, and she was like, "I can't, I can't watch any more of this. Like, I'm sorry." And like, she's still to this day will tell me like, "Wear a helmet when you skate." And it's like, "Yeah, mom, I'm totally gonna do that." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, but she means well, dude. But it's just 
Pirates have always been like, I don't know, they've made, skateboarding is not something they took seriously, they thought it was like a phase I would go through, and like, my dad to this day, like, is even like, dude, why do you, you know, that's not, in the winter it's not, but like, um, I just, I'm trying to think of how to word it. It's like, it's like, um, it's funny because we started by saying, like, you, if you had a degree, that'd be something they'd be proud of. It's strange, like, some people go into school and pay, like, $60,000 and then their degree doesn't even do anything for them, you know? I mean, in today's economy, even if you have a good degree, it doesn't mean you're gonna be making much money, dude. I mean, we're not, you know. But, um,. But yeah, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that, but... Well, I liked I liked where you were going because I, I was thinking about, like, education and stuff. I only finished high school. I got my high school diploma. That's my degree. Pretty good, right? Dude, I have the same. Right yeah. on. Fuck it, we're tied. <laughs> but, uh, like, I went to UMass Amherst there, and I was there for two years. And then I lived there for another year after that. And dude, Amherst is fucking weird. Wait, so what was like, a, what was your structure like? Did you lived on campus? Uh, for the first year I was there, yes, I lived in a dorm. Nice. Is that weird? Seems weird. Seems like it would be uncomfortable at first. Well, I lived in like these new like nerd ass dorms, which were actually pretty cool. Um, because they gave you like your own room within the fucking dorm. They're called the North Apartments at UMass, and now they're like 20 years old or some shit, but they were brand new when I was there, and, um, like, uh, I mean, perfect place to just, like, party, like, the security at every building was just a kid that lived there, and they were like, oh yeah, I know you, like, fucking, like, go ahead, you know, like, that was security. But, but it was a great time, but having a great time is not conducive to, you know, learning a lot of shit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's weird because you gotta know why you want to learn this shit, you know? It's like when people go to school so young, half of them don't even know where, they're, where they are, what they want to do. They're still like, you're still experimenting in life. You gotta go live life and like fucking push the boundaries and see where you're at, you know? Before you know what the fuck you want to learn for, you know? Like, if you had a goal, if you're like, oh, I want to do vape gunk, you know, or whatever, and then you're like, ah, oh, start. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I mean, vape gunk, uh, you're, you're glitching a little bit. Are you good? Yeah, we're good. Alright. Uh, um, well... Where'd you start from? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, like, uh, like, Shake John, like, and shit like that, we, we appreciate it, and, like, we wanted to pay homage to that shit. Nice. I like making fun of stuff. There's funny shit out there, and sometimes things have to be said in jest, as long as we can all laugh at ourselves. <laughs> Dude, absolutely, like, I, I mean... The video has us all in all states, dude. Like it, I don't know. Like I said, my parents won't even fucking watch it. <laughs> we came up with the name Vape Gunk, and we were like, uh, I wanted it to be like a fucking old Baker video, like Baker Two G or even Baker Bootleg, even though that was like the worst films skate video ever, like, worse than Rubbish Heap, dude, like, and that's pretty bad, <laughs> dude. Yeah. 
I don't mind. I like when people just make it happen, dude. I remember making tapes when it was like VHS to VHS, just fucking trying to make this shit together. It's so bad. I have a video part out there. I have a video part out there somewhere where I'm skating New Bedford High and I'm wearing a red Marlboro jacket because my mom had the points. I won the jacket. Yeah, what up? Yeah, what up, what up? So I had my Marlboro jacket and I was skating to DMX. Sick as hell. It's out there somewhere. If someone finds it, they have to send it to me. (laughs) What DMX song did you use, though? Oh, fuck. I don't even remember, but that's a heavy question. Tell me it was either uh, Party Up, Where the Hood At, or... It might have been before that. I think it was, like, his first album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. I think it might have been something off of that. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I like DMX. You know why? Because he... Dude, I love DMX, to be honest. Yeah. You can tell he has real issues that he's working on, because, like, millions of dollars couldn't cure it. He's still doing crazy shit, you know? <laughs> what, what do you mean? I don't, uh, I don't know his current status. He may be doing well now, but, like, last time I heard it was just, like, he he already had fame and fortune and killing it, and then he was, like, back in court and, like, going to jail. Like, they made him wear a pink jumpsuit when he was in jail, I think. Um, I don't know what it was about, but hopefully he's doing well, though, because that dude kills it. i seen his Instagram, and uh, he's still making music, too, and touring. No shit. Yeah. But enough about DMX. I could go all day. <laughs> <laughs> his first two albums were amazing. It's Flesh in My Flesh and Blood of My Blood. That one's sick. And even after that, I still liked them. I never. Like, some of the more popular songs were like sick, but I liked the, the whole album from beginning to you beginning. You like the deep cuts? Yeah, dude. Of course. <laughs> He's like the hardest dude. He was rapping to his grandmother, dude. You know what I mean? Like God. Does he still need an intervention at this point? Is that like still what's going on with him? Like smoking crack and uh, and drinking like a bottle of vodka at night that's what like his behind the music said about him yeah i think i i hope i don't know current because time moves so fucking crazy fast i don't even know but like last i heard that's what it was he was doing some wild shit in arizona and like drugs were involved and were like spracking it but i was like dude the guy has so much money like that clearly just shows it's not solving his issues he got real issues let's work through this shit He's just, in his albums, he's, like, super, like, he's an intelligent person, you know? Like, I listened to his music, he crafted, like, an art form, and fucking insane, you know? Dude, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. I, I, um, I mean, when I was a kid, I was big into Eminem, dude, and I fucking, like, I still, I have literally the Slim Shady LP on cassette. Chicka, chicka. Fucking, uh, <laughs> and the Marshall Mathers LP on vinyl and a bunch of other shit, dude. Like, Hell yeah. I don't, know, it, I don't know. I feel like the same way, but just about different person, but I get it, dude. That's sick. I like all the DMX songs I ever listened to were fucking rad. Yeah. And, yeah but we were trying to move on from DMX and then we stumbled again back to DMX. You're taking me back, bro. I got another story. I read his autobiography. He used to rob people with his pit bulls like on the roof in, in like New York and he would like make them run for their a- Averex jackets, you know, but he'd have dogs and you can't really talk your way out of when like... When did that come out? That was a long time ago. It was fucking probably over a decade ago I read that. But, dude, he would just run up to people out of school, and he'd have pit bulls that he, like, basically would make all aggressive, and they'd have to give up their jacket, or he'd stick the dog on them. <laughs> like, at his worst time, you know? Like, when he was younger and just surviving? He'd do shit like that. It was insane. But, enough about... But even after he was rich, he was fucking, like, oh, what was he doing? Like, stealing shit from cars? Stealing cars? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look into it more. I just heard rumors, and I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> and I knew he went to jail again. Dude, watch his Behind the Music. It's basically an episode of Intervention. That's just like, come on, DMX, we want you back, buddy. Stop smoking crack so much. Where's the dog at, bro? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to say a prayer. He needs to say a prayer, like on every album. Say a prayer, dude. Those yeah. things help me. That's why I liked them. He had prayers on the album, too. I was like, these really helped me. Like, It was just like a dude who was like... I don't know. He seemed like he had been to a deep low and has been there, and like he would put it to the point where he'd put a prayer on his albums. You know, I'm like, that's pretty sick. He's a fucking hardcore rapper. You know, <laughs> he didn't have to do that. Could have been all money and bitches. 
Uh, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, substance abuse. That's what we're really ultimately talking about, because that shit's rough, dude. People go through it. My mom went through hell with it. Fucking rough, dude. I mean, you smoke cigarettes still. How's that fight going? Is there a fight there, or are you just so sub- good? <laughs> I mean, I can't stop. yeah, there's <laughs> there's people that live to be 90 that smoke, I've heard. I don't know the truth, and they never had an issue, but then I've heard I, the statistics on the other side are way gnarlier. <laughs> no, I, no, I, of course, but, like, my, my grandmother fucking, she's, I think, like, 92 at this point, and she fucking smokes, like, Misty Slim 150s, <laughs> like, super, like, Old lady cigarettes. Virginia like, Slims one thousands. Like. Yeah, like fucking ones that'll literally all day to smoke one. Parliament thirty eights lights. <laughs> <laughs> it's all paper and just like it's gross. I smoked those. I used to smoke when I was younger, but then I just decided it's too much rolling the dice. You know, I was like, can't do it. The odds, it's insane. And oh, dude, it's an absolutely dis- like horrible thing to do. I would not recommend it to anyone. Well, that's not why we came on the show to try to talk you out of it. But I'm glad you're th- <laughs> I'm glad you're thinking about it. <clears throat> yeah, no, I just mean like if I could go back, then I'd probably decide not to waste a bunch of money and my health, like yeah, for that shit. You know what I mean? But like, it's all good. And I'll. I'll sort it out either yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still working on it. I drink. I drink. I just don't get too fucked up anymore. Like, yeah. once in a while I will. But it's not all the time. Just because I can't recover. When you stay fucked up, what do you mean? Wait, say it again? When you say fucked up, what do you mean? Um, Let's see. Where you, like, get super drunk to the point where, like... You're with people, and they're your friends, and then it starts to turn into, like, a fight, or, like, um, someone pisses the couch, or, or like, um, you start breaking tons of shit just because you're like, fuck it, everything's getting broken. Uh, I don't do that anymore. I've done that, though. It's fun. It was fun. We broke hotels and shit, like, on trips. It was so sick. <laughs> a little too much fun though <laughs> at the time <laughs> why what's your definition what's your definition my definition of what getting fucked up getting fucked up um depends what time of the day it is nice entirely yeah um I take six different medications nine right. which are controlled substances um What's it for? I, uh... I take... Adderall, Klonopin, Xanax, um... Occasionally Valium, uh... I don't know, Vice, and a bunch of other shit, too. <laughs> like... What is, but it's not all that common, to be honest. Yeah. What's that do? What's it good for? Or what's it? What's the point of it? Out of curiosity, I don't really take the shit. I've always been scared. I've taken steroids when I, like, got injured and, like, it was a last remedy. Like, I had vertigo. I took steroids. Um, I used to... I was always scared to take Advil. Like, take too many Advils always made me nervous. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I get it. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh... Well, I smoke a lot of weed. I'll say that. Like, weed's, like, pain management and, like... Just the mood alter, you know, you get a little stoning. I like to focus on shit when I get high. Like, I'll, I'll do tons of shit and, like, tunnel vision. And, and like, I like skating when I'm high, too. So, is it, do you get a high from this shit? Um, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to, uh, like, I 
mean, I have done way worse than taking, like, a Vicodin pill or, like, you know, doing something like that. Like, I used to shoot dope, dude, like, back in the day. Like, and it was pretty gnarly. Like, so, so nowadays, that's a pretty tame, fucked up level for me, you know? My cousin struggled with that as well, man. But you don't do it anymore. No, I don't, I don't shoot heroin anymore. I drink too much, but I don't shoot heroin anymore, at least. Well, alright. We all, we all got our crutches, though. Whatever. I got two questions now, though. One is, okay. why'd you start, and then imagine work your way to why you quit? Um. Or how'd you start? Because I bet you don't just decide. I bet it just happens, right? And you may, Then you decide. just like predisposed to it so I can't even like think of a way to describe it dude yeah well like musicians do that shit right I mean some did back in the day you hear stories about musicians just taking dope oh yeah like Coltrane and shit yeah like uh, uh, I mean I guess I got to a point where I literally had nothing else to do in my life and I was really unhappy about it and then one day in the AutoZone parking lot in Seabrook, New Hampshire, my buddy was like, dude, you want to shoot some dope? And I was like, all right, let's fucking go for it. Can't be too good of a buddy, bro. Can't be too good. <laughs> gotta, gotta watch out, bro. Buddy at the time. Um, <laughs> was like, dude, I mean, you want to try it? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I just, I don't know. A lot of people in Massachusetts, especially, like, it's called an epidemic here, but, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, fucking Massachusetts and, like, painkillers are what got me started in the first place on, like, you know, any type of opiate drug and shit like that. Like, um, Oxycontin and shit like that was, like, yeah, that shows how dated fucking I am, where, like... <laughs> Your drugs aren't trending anymore? <laughs> Dude, they've literally made them so that, like, you can't smash them up and do anything with them, like, other than, like, just take it orally. Like, they've just abuse-proofed it. And before, it was, like, basically made to abuse, dude. Like, it was so gnarly. Like, 80s back in the day were, like... They were nuts, dude. I used to, like, go an hour, uh, drive an hour and a half to, like, get that shit. Like, it was nuts. And then after a while, you just do it, and you're like, you know what? Fucking dope gives me the same, same kind of thing, and it's half the price, you know? And, and then, like, you fucking slide even deeper into it. You're just like... You know, it's what it's a very common Massachusetts story when it comes to painkillers and shit like that. That I mean, there are so many goddamn you know NA meetings and rehabs and fucking my family, my programs, dude, all that shit. Yeah, my my family struggles. My family has struggled with drug abuse and just violence and stuff like that. So like, I I get what you're saying for sure. I know it's like a particular thing to this area for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know, like, statistically, if it's that much worse than other areas of the country, but I mean, every major city's got drugs, so I really don't know. I don't work for the DEA. I wish I did. I'd have access to a lot more drugs. (laughs) Well, so, so, we, you were, like, so you were unhappy and you just started doing this stuff. Was it recreate? It was, like, fun, though. It must have been fun at first. Or were you just in a miserable... Oh, no, it, it's, like, a full fucking body orgasm, pretty much, dude. Like, it's nuts. It's, uh, I mean, and, and anything IV'd is very fucking, well, A, dangerous and stupid, and B, just, like, it punches you in the face dude like it's a it's such a bad idea but it it works when like at the time you know what i mean like it just seems like a fucking decent idea even though it's really fucking not yeah 
Yeah, it seems like it could be really tough to struggle with and not worth the risk. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree there, but... Uh, kind of like, like smoking. <laughs> as do I. I literally just picked up my grinder to, uh, to uh, grind up some more weed, but... Um, I know. I like smoking weed. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I mean, it, it all comes down to whether or not you want to actually, you know, get off of shit like that. Like, so many people fall into that trap and, like, shoot coke and dope in this area. And it's killed my buddy Ryan uh, Olson. He died last... No, not last year. Earlier than... Yeah, no, last year. Yeah. Um, and it totally sucks, but it all comes down to whether or not you're able to just be like, all right, I can't afford to fucking do that anymore. You know what I mean? And not financially at all, but, like, where you're just, like, losing yourself. Like, but not a lot of people reach that point, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A, a lot of people fall a lot deeper into it than I did, dude. It seems like, yeah, you see you see people on the streets nowadays, and you can tell when they're just lost. Lost, for sure. It's all, like, jammed out, dude. The thing, the thing that I'm wondering though is like, like my mom struggled with substance abuse her whole life ever since I was sure. little. Like there wasn't a time I like very few, far between did I see her sober and like together. But um, her her she her stemmed from like a pain she had like um I believe, I believe she was molested as a child and like she, it just fucked her up and then she just ended up hanging out with certain people and doing drugs and then like. I don't know. It seemed like that was her how she coped for a long time, but then the bottom would fall out and she wouldn't keep it together at all and like just fall the fuck apart and go do more drugs and disappear and shit. Like it was fucking brutal, you know? But I learned the opposite from that. I was like, oh, drugs scared the fuck out of me just because I was like, I was like, dude, someone's got to take the ship, the helm, you know? Like someone's got to figure out how to keep this thing going, you know? Yeah. Like, so did you ever have like something that got you into it or like did you have pain issue issues or was it like no, just recreation no. um, I, I mean once I started like really doing drugs was when I was like 21 when like coke was easily accessible in my area and um, I don't know since since then like I don't know, I, it's not like I progressed from drug to drug, but, like, <laughs> I've, I've had, like, you know, eras where it's been, like, the cocaine era, the fucking heroin era, and, like, the oxycodone era, and the Xanax era, like, so many different fucking, like, maladies, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of different perspectives, for sure, I can imagine. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, fucking, for me, I'm always, I know everything's a drug. Like, coffee, beer, weed, sugar. Sugar is one of the gnarliest drugs, for sure, you know? Like, um, but it's what drugs you can manage, you know? Like, everyone, even being sober is too much of, it's like a drug. When people are too sober, they're super rigid, you know? Like, yeah, I've been to so many rehabs and so many fucking sober houses and AA meetings and all that shit. Oh, man. And all I can say about, like, that, and I've been to, like, a Salvation Army shelter where they make you go to church and wear a suit and shit. And, like, all I can say about that shit is that the people who usually are, like, the higher-ups or, like, the people doing it right are usually more sick than, like, the drug addicts they would be the equivalent of if they, like, stayed with that lifestyle, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure, I mean, that's why it's, like, it's weird, because you can't be fucked up all the time, because then you can't relate with some of the sober people or whatever, and you can't be sober all the time, because there's a lot of fucked up people out there, you know? <laughs> So you, like, gotta kind of surf through this motherfucker and find balance, you know? But it's, like, productivity, like... I mean, I, I imagine shooting shit into your arm probably is, like, not good. Do you ever do any fucked up shit because of drugs? Like, or did you keep your shit together? Oh, man. Um, stepdad, I mean, I don't know whether or not you, um... You know, uh, Mike G, Mike Gustafson, but, um... He runs Stepdad Mag. And, yeah. Um... 
Sorry, you're breaking up a little bit on this side, dude. Yeah, can you hear me now? Choo! Pew, pew! Wait, what, alright, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, you mentioned stepdad, uh, Mag. Oh, yeah, um, Mike G, uh, Mike Gustafson is the man, and, uh, like, stepdad is an old Portland magazine that is, uh, it's really rad, like, they're just, it's all local shit, and Portland is so fucking hard to skate, dude, that, like, it's miraculous that there's a scene up there, you know what I mean? Like, the streets are fucking, like, at least 60 years old and have potholes fucking everywhere because of plows and shit, like, Portland is not easy to skate, dude. Portland, Maine, right? Yeah. Yeah, it looks sick on Instagram. I see the spots. It, it looks awesome. There are a couple spots that are, like, rare gems there, but, like, dude, it's usually pretty tough to skate, like, in terms of at least, like, surface. You I just, like... You rarely get a smooth-ass spot in Portland, Maine. I like the aesthetics, though. It reminds me of, like, Seattle. Somewhere where it rains a lot and gets weathered and fucking... It just looks cool. I mean, I lived there for... Um, four years, and I loved my time there. I had a great time. I skateboarded, uh, a lot with fucking, uh, my buddy Phil Angle, and, uh, we, there was a shop up there. I don't know if you ever made your way up there. Recession. Uh, Recession Skate Shop, um, which was on Market Street in Portland, but, uh, my buddies owned that, and... Uh, it was just, like, a, a really little thing for not a long time, but it was still rad. Like, all these dudes were just down the skating street, and they fucking hated going to the Portland Park, dude. They were just like, no, fuck that. We're gonna go skate, like, a harsh-ass one-stair thing that, like, you can grind and land on, like, fucking cobblestones but like they'd prefer that over going to the whole skate park <laughs> sometimes dude sometimes i do that that's like when i when dude. i when i want to do that i go to new bedford and just skate around the city because i usually skate the edge a lot and then like in the once in a while i catch nice weather i'll go out to new bedford and skate around it's like cobblestone and shit in the roads but it's nice it's crusty you know I mean, dude, wait, uh, did you ever skate the, uh, medians, those white, um, barriers that were, the, they were the only Portland spot, like, that was actually, you know, like, people gave a shit about, yeah. and, um, I don't know, they got rid of it in the last year and turned it into a two-way street, dude, and that's just, like, that, I don't know, it was, like, two decades at least of people fucking skating those things and it was just so sad to see them fucking go you motherfuckers like, dude, fuck you dude, honestly dude <laughs> i would be walking to work fucking every day and flip these guys off every single time and they would be they would know exactly why like they just but like the dpw dudes so i was like dude fuck you and i usually have my headphones in so I couldn't even hear what their response was, but, like, I still told them to fuck off because they were ruining it. Our park! That's so I mean, like, it wasn't even that great of a spot, but, like, it was just a spot that, that, like, only would be, like, the one that stuck out. Oh, that's Portland, Maine, like, in any video, like, the only spot that would stick out from Portland, Maine. Uh, not even the pier, which is, like, one shitty ledge there, like, is more, like, renowned than that shit. There's also a good fucking, um, bank spot underneath 495 in Portland as well. Nice. Nice. Do you ever... Dude, it's... It's fucking... It's nice. Did you make it down to the edge at all this winter? This winter, I don't think so, and I've only been there once, actually. Oh, really? Did you like it? Uh, if, well... Be honest, Honestly, I don't know if it's the same park that I went to. Like, you've had the New England Amp there for, like, a bunch of times. Right? Yeah, four times. Um... It's switched yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, I was there with Wade and a bunch of dudes, um... 
Two two meters ago. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was probably similar. It's it's a big park. People that like to skate street though, it's kind of like a learning curve because you gotta kind of slide around a bit at first. But it's sick. It's been there for like thirteen years. But we've been doing the New England Am for four years. Um, That's rad, dude. Yeah, we're gonna do it again. It's fucking crazy. So many good. That's a little bit of a hike, like from where I'm at. That's why I never make it there. Like, and I, I don't like rye either. And I actually like. I'll, I want to check out the new Red Alert as well because, like, it's entirely different now. I don't even know, like, I don't know what's going on with it, but it's doing well. It's in Rochester now and shit. Yeah, I've been a couple times. It's super fun. Cause it's, Have you? Yeah, it's kind of small and quick and steep. It, it feels yeah. like it's sick. It's re- super fun. Um, yeah, I, don't, I only ask because the fucking winters, dude. I don't know how I'd have to... I can't not skate for, like, a long... You know, like, a, dude, a week without skating is, like... A t- seems horrible to me. Fuck. I actually, <laughs> until this past weekend, had gone three weeks without skating and I was like fucked up from it like it <laughs> honestly like felt so bad for a little it was like a hangover I couldn't shake off my skateboard <laughs> like by any means necessary like you know when your legs just don't agree with you like when you're just fucking like that beat yeah. like I don't know <laughs> I just uh I don't know, I just do my best, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Lately, well, ha, you're my brother's age, so you're, what, like, f- I'm 35, so you're 31? Yep. Yeah. Um, Dude, my legs, sometimes I'll go out and skate now, and I'm just like, holy shit, I feel like they're not going to work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I used to always feel like my legs were super strong, but occasionally I'll go out now and have a session, I'm like... My legs are so fucking weak, dude. <laughs> it's not the same as when I was 25, you know? It's, like, more variance now. It's, like, depends on the day. I hate to tell you, but we're fucking getting old. <laughs> God damn it! Too, That's what that is? <laughs> yeah, we're getting fucking old. That's, it happens in life, I guess. I still feel like I'm progressing on a skateboard. Like, I'm learning more tricks and stuff. It's more low-impact, you know, and, like, more control-based stuff. Dude, you're still killing it. I see <laughs> footage of you constantly. Thank you. Thank you. I can't help but skate a lot. The Smith pop-out, dude. Oh, sick. Smith pop-out. Hell yeah. That was excellent, dude. I, I remember it being like, he could have gone down the whole fucking thing, <laughs> but he decided to fucking pop out of that. I was like, that's fucking... That's, like, the raddest thing ever. I love that clip. I was working for, like, uh, the whole day, and I was just daydreaming of a trick, and that one, like, got stuck in my head, and I was like, as soon as I get the fuck out of, like, doing what I'm doing, I'm gonna go to the skate park and try that one. That was a a fun day. I actually got it. It was, like, one of those days where you actually get what you want. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, sort of. (laughs) Nuts. How many tattoos do you have? You're covered, eh? I like saying A, even though I'm not Canadian. Just want to throw that out there, too. I like hockey. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, my buddies Brad and uh, Jamie at Death or Glory Tattoos have done, like, all my shit. And, um, uh, I can't... Uh, yeah, you can. You can. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I like your wallpaper in the background. It's so nice. That's my grandma's old room. <laughs> I'm complimenting it. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. Alright. So, Whoa, gnarly. No. Um, um, this was initially a picture of um, just uh, an old pet, and like it just bummed me out to see it. Like... And I was like, I need a cover-up piece done. And uh, Jamie at Death or Glory Tattoos in Westbrook, Maine, um, was like, yeah, we can cover that, but it's going to be fucking, like, crazy. Like, I want to go nuts <laughs> on this one. And I was yeah. like, All right, it's going to be heavy, boys, heavy. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I'm 
mean, my nipples involved and shit. Like, it's, well, it was pretty hectic. Well, here, here, for the people that are just listening to the audio, it's a full skeleton, Indian skull, skull head on your whole front of your chest and up onto your shoulder. It, that, how long did that, around my back. how long did that take to, like, um, get to that? a collective total of seven hours, six hours. Wow. Heavy. <laughs> Dude, it really, I mean, I also drink too much before I get tattooed. I shouldn't drink, but I <laughs> when I do it, but I absolutely do. I do like how your nipple's poking through the eye socket. Solid decision choice and placement on that. <laughs> That's... I mean, dude, he was just stoked that he was getting to do, like, his thing, and I was just stoked on the fact that he, like, was just so confident about it. He was like, yeah, dude, we can cover that up, like, but, like, you better be ready for this shit. Yeah, dude. Every tattoo I have has hurt. I have some on my ribs. Shit was oh, hurt. They don't, they don't feel good. Nah. <laughs> they feel very, very bad. <laughs> the but, you know, like, it's just, I don't know. You gotta deal with falling on your skateboard and shit, which can hurt way worse than a tattoo gun. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, you know, a little pain never hurt anybody, you know what I mean? Fair enough. Fair enough. And it looks sick as hell. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> that that was like I don't know four or three or four sessions or something like that nice. and um like I mean I, I've never had something where like it made me fucking moan in pain other than falling skating before like <laughs> and I, I woke up hungover after getting a lot of my shading done and shit Jeez. and I was just like in so much pain that I was just moaning in bed dude like I sounded like an invalid or like some crazy fucking person you know? probably like a burn victim dude that shit is probably so raw I can imagine <laughs> Fucking gnarly. <laughs> so hey, give me a run, give me a rundown of what you do nowadays. What are you up to nowadays? I am uh, well. Right now, I'm looking for my cigarette. Nice. <laughs> that one's t- somewhere. What about what about vape? What about vaping instead of cigarettes? Because, like, isn't that less... Here, you're the man to talk to. Isn't that less risky? Yeah, like, I don't know. You you have a lot of substance abuse. <laughs> I mean, substance experience. Ex- <laughs> experience. <laughs> um, I imagine vaping is like... I think it cuts out all the chemicals, I thought, compared to what a cigarette has in no, it. No, that's not the case at all. It's... Well, the ingredients... worse than smoking cigarettes, but yeah. they're not FDA-approved shit, and they're just kind of like... I don't know, some of the oils and shit are pretty, pretty sketchy. Yeah, no shit, I know nothing about it, so, I'm just saying. I figured that it would be the logical move, but who the fuck knows? <laughs> Dude, I've, I've tried the gum, I've done the patch, and I just, I can't shake it, but I'm, I'm doing my best. So, n- nowadays, <laughs> besides finding your cigarettes... <laughs> I found him. <laughs> nice. What's a, what's a day consist of for you? A day consists of for me. Um, I like to have time before work and shit, and I go into work at seven or or eight. I can kind of choose, um, you know, week to week, but. Um, I work at an electronics fucking, uh, like, factory in the Newburyport Industrial Park, which is literally three minutes down the street from where I'm at. Nice. So, I usually work, and now that it's getting nice out again, I'm, I'm probably gonna be skating Amesbury and working on Vape Gun too. Nice. That's sick that you got a job so close to your house. I know the feeling. It's a good feeling. Dude, I can I could skate there in about ten minutes. Nice, smart man. Like, 
Um, and my battery died literally on the way home today. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh shit, I'm like, I'm going to do this, like, podcast thing. I actually have something to do to get back for. <laughs> and my fucking battery dies on my car. Like, uh, right at the crest of this bridge down the street, and I had to coast, like, all the way into my fucking driveway going, like, seven <laughs> miles an hour, dude. It, uh, fucking worse. Nice. No, yeah, but you got it there. That fucking worked out perfect. That's why you get a job that close to your spot. <laughs> Clutch. Yeah, but now I need to ha- have someone else give me a ride to work tomorrow. I don't know if I need a new battery or what's up. Might be dry, though. Might be dry. Might have to fucking skate it. <laughs> I've had to skate to work before. I got a job, uh, like, when the recession hit, I got a job in uh, the industrial zone here as well. It's, like, less than 10 minutes. And uh, yeah. started working at a screen printing and embroidery spot. And uh, it's just nice. You save so much money on gas, you know? It's, like, in your immediate area. Works right there. You can get there. Like, it's nice. That's rad, dude. I didn't realize you were in, like, screen printing and shit. I mean, obviously, you get shit done for all I need, but um, I didn't know that was, like, personally done, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here in Taunton. It's crazy. They do world stuff and all I need need stuff right here in Taunton. It's crazy. That's kind of why I got that job, because I already had all I need going, and I was like, I need to get some apparel, and, like, that's it. I need a job, and... That's the spot. Because, like, the recession hit, and I I had a, some money saved, and I could have lived off of it, but I was like, put that into skateboards for all I need, you know? So then I just did that, and then I was like, I just get a job. So I found one because of the apparel. I was like, that's perfect, and it's right here. So worked it out perfect. Now I don't even really go in there that often. I'll go in, and I drive a truck a lot, really. But it's sick. It's just nice because it's so close, you know? Tell me, tell me. You're breaking up a little bit, buddy. Sorry. No, no worries. I know. I noticed the phone broke up. Or the? Are we on the phone or the iPad? I'm on the iPad right now. Nice, sick. Um, what? Oh, all right. What? What got you guys sparked to do the video? So we were skating that indoor spot one day, and we were passing around a vape pen, you know, full of hash oil. And, oh, that's right. <laughs> and um. Some uh, I think Mike was standing on the quarter pipe, and he was like, "Do you got that gunk?" And I was, and I was like, "What?" Uh, and he was like, uh, "Give me the vape thing." Like I was like, "But like gunk, dude? What the fuck?" And then <laughs> then we just started calling those vape pens vape gunks, and then the title was bore from that. That's awesome. And how long did you take to make the video? Uh, about, like, six months once we actually started filming, like, consistently. Um, I mean, I had old footage, but it was all... But I wanted to have a video that was entirely street spots that didn't have any skate parks in it whatsoever. Um, so, it... Yeah, I'd say it took, like... About a year total for us to get our shit together enough in order to to make the thing. But, I mean, when, once we, like, really got rolling with it, dude, we there was a lot more, like, stoke that, than I could have ever fucking hoped for when it came to it, dude. Dudes like Dave Bajrosian, um, my buddy from New Report, he fucking kills it. He's the one that knocks me on my ass when I'm filming, like, a couple times in there. Like, but he's gnarly, and, like, uh, dude, I have so many people I could fucking thank for that shit. That's sick, man. That So there's people doing some rad shit up there. Yeah, I mean, trying to. Yeah. It's rad someone's doing something cool, you know, like, there needs to be brands, there's contests, like, there needs to be stuff for young people to do that are like, you know, we need shit to do, you know, it's part of, that's what I always like about skateboarding is it kind of helps you build identity, you meet people through it, you can play a role, like, you can express yourself pretty openly, like, we need shit to be done, you know? Dude, I would not be the person I am today and like actually equipped to deal with society if I didn't skateboard it's like the one thing that like just 
even if it's something I do for 10 minutes in a day, I'm fucking, like, it feels like I'm high just, like, because of it. It's just, like, I took my cruiser out around the neighborhood, dude, and I just felt great fucking getting out there. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I just... Uh, but, like, dude, it's, it's therapeutic, you know? It's, like, cathartic and shit. Yeah, uh, for me, too. It's, like, therapy. It's the fucking... It's sick. You definitely can, like... It's, like, you something you can put your energy into and you'll get what you put out of it, kind of, you know? Or you don't even have to. You could just be fucking dicking around and have some fun, and it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing our video isn't, it's impressive, like, trick-wise. <laughs> but, like, we were all just a bunch... We were, you know, all just a bunch of homies getting wrecked and, like... Like, we just treated it as a fun... A funny-ass, like, thing to be filming for, like... I don't know, we... It just all came together fucking perfectly. Good old on